Today I talked to Candace Zimmerman with the Northland Arboretum, and we're talking about their upcoming event, Arbor Day, on this episode of Quitting Time, Episode 6. It's Quitting Time, Quitting Time highlights people who make things happen, and today we have Candace Zimmerman with the Northland Arboretum. She is a busy person. She is a Sertoman, and gearing up for a big event coming up on the 30th, April 30th. I'm excited to have you here. Obviously, you're kind of a, a popular person in this building today. Oh gosh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> But thank you. But yeah, we have a big event coming up. It's Arbor Day, which you were talking about vendors on your way in. So there's going to be like activity booths all around. So we have partnered with a lot of our partner organizations and nonprofits in the area to just really create a one-stop shop for this event. Smiles for Jake is going to be there and CRMC is a big sponsor with a lot of their events that they're bringing in. So all of these kind of little components are leading into this big kickoff event for spring, which is super fun. I'm excited for it. Is this your biggest event of the year or one of the biggest? One of the biggest. So this is our free event for the community. And it's just perfect timing for the start of spring, getting people outside, getting people excited about warm weather, getting their, you know, brains ticking about, you know, what do I want to do outside during the summer? Um, so that providing that free event is really where our passion lies. Mm -hmm. um, but then our biggest fundraiser of the year, as you may know, is Haunted Trail. So that'll be come in, you know, in about six months or so. Right. So, okay. You have time to plan for that one. <laughs> we do. So the first thing I like to talk about with people on the show is, do you have a role model? Oh, that is a tough question, but I do. So I'm, I'm two years into my role and two years into the Brainerd community. It's just been delightful to get to know people. And I would say that one of my role models is is my mom, just the typical, you know, response to to that question, because she kind of built my my love for nature. But the people that keep me motivated are the nonprofit leaders in this community, because I just think they're extraordinary. They're doing amazing work. They're great collaborators. And I would consider each of them a role model in their own in their own right. You said like your main motivator, like, are you trying to be that kind of person in the community who's giving your time up and giving up some resources to help out? I think a goal of mine coming into the Brainerd Lakes area was to be a big part of the community. And I don't say that as a way to like be up front and center. I'm actually more of an introvert, believe it or not. <laughs> I do want to be involved in the sense of giving back. And I think that's with a lot of nonprofit leaders, that's really where their heart is, is making really true and valuable impact in the community. And I just happened to do that with my background as, you know, a nature-focused nonprofit, you know, improving the health of the community by getting people outdoors. So cool. that's where my motivation is. There's not really a shortage of things to do outdoors at the Northland Arboretum. <laughs> there isn't. And we're lucky to be in an area where it's not, we don't just have the Arb. We have state parks. We have, you know, the Cuyuna Rec area. So there's some Something for everyone. And our our mission is just really helping people find where their niche is mm -hmm. so that they do choose the outdoors over screen time, especially with youth and young kids. Build sure. those things right to the start so that when they're adults, they have healthy habits. 
tell me about what you do. Like, what's your title, first of all, and then what are you up to? Yeah, so I am the executive director of the Northland Arboretum. Overarching my role is, you know, to lead the operations. So we actually have quite a few branches of the Arb people helping out. So it's a lot to, to manage those relationships and, and those projects and programs coming in. So managing that as well as, you know, like a leader has to in a nonprofit, wear many hats. So I also um, help on the marketing side of things, making sure we are present in the community mm-hmm. um, and then going after funds because we couldn't do what we do unless we have the resources to do it. How big is your team over there? How many people are working for the Arboretum? So there's three full-time staff. So it's really down to me as the director, my administrative assistant, Kelly, who is awesome. And then my also extraordinary staff, um, Rick, he is our maintenance supervisor. Then we have part-time employees as well that help with membership and volunteer coordination, managing our finances, and then also our weekend staff that cover the front desk. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, our amazing volunteers that help us manage the grounds and the gardens. We definitely couldn't keep it beautiful without them. So shout out to our volunteers. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you said you've been doing this for two years? In this director role, yes, two years. I've been in the nonprofit world about six years. So I was working previously at a nonprofit in Wright County which is around Buffalo, Monticello area. And I was more of an HR and development director. So kind of leading into what my next step was, it was really taking on more of a leadership role. And this just happened to be that next step. It was interesting when I was looking for a leadership role. It wasn't even specifically within a nonprofit. I was looking more for an HR role. This one just happened to come along in um, in the research that I was doing. And Bladick was the was were the people that were recruiting for the role. So I had a great conversation with them, and it magically all fell in place. Yeah, it seemed to be a great fit for everyone. And they were like, "Candace is awesome, and we need her on our team and <laughs> in charge of this." Why nonprofit? Why did you decide to go into this? It's funny because I, growing up, I wanted to be a vet, believe it or not. So I think maybe my nature focus started at a very early age. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked being outdoors, and that's just how my family grew up as, you know, if you had time to waste, you would waste it outside. Going into college, I thought vet school probably wasn't for me, so I went more to the business side of things. Coming out of college, I did work for a nonprofit for a short period of time, but then I started working for Target and worked up the ladder for a while in the retail setting, and it just wasn't bringing joy to my life anymore. I think it was more about trying to find something that was aligned with my own values. So I started a master's program for nonprofit management, found my first nonprofit role after that down there in in the Monticello Buffalo region. And the rest is kind of history. I think my my love of nonprofits is that it's a puzzle sometimes. It's a challenge. I think any nonprofit leader will say that, you know, it's not easy. But to know that in the end, you're going to be rewarded with the impact that you make to the community and the people that you meet and the great collaborations that are formed out of nonprofit world, that's what brings joy. Cool. And you're happy that you're kind of on this path right now. Yeah, it's really fun. It's interesting. Never a dull moment. So I highly recommend nonprofit life for, for somebody. Yeah. So you guys have things that happen in the winter and the summer. Could you tell me about both of those? Yeah, yeah. So um, it's interesting because the Arb is really a year-round destination. So in the summer, we get um, hikers. We get um, people that are interested in gardening. We get a lot more kids, I think, out in the summertime. But then in the winter, the trails are groomed by the Brainerd Nordic Ski Club. 
And they do a fantastic job. So skiers are out, you know, every single day. They have classic skiing, skate skiing, and then the Brainerd School District also uses our grounds for practice and for meets. Oh, cool. So that traffic actually really never ends. It just um, evolves um, depending on the season. Sure. So, and it's really, it's been great to see because I started in March of 2020 when, you know, the pandemic was hitting and I didn't really get to see what normal looked like until just recently. So so seeing the amount of people that, you know, use the Arboretum as a home base or as a destination for their day or just, you know, how important it is in people's lives, it's great to see on a daily basis. So, yeah. How big is that area behind you guys? Like, how big is that? So the Arboretum manages a total of 420 acres, wow. which is interesting because <laughs> when I have conversations in the community, some people are like, well, where is the Arb? <laughs> it's like, how did we how did we hide? 420 right. acres, but right. happy to show them about and give a give a VIP tour. Um, I think people are really surprised at the amount of space we have, um, and it's smack dab in the middle of the cities. So um, being able to kind of get lost on a trail and not hear traffic, you can actually you know kind of get lost in your own mind, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's a real calming experience that I think people need to take advantage of because it's conveniently located and just a part of us. People that I've talked to that are ARB members think it's infinite they think there's no end to it when i when i'm like how how far do you guys walk in there they're like as far as we walk we never hit the end you know the the back side of it so a 12 mile trail system is pretty a pretty cool thing right smack dab in the middle of the city 12 miles yeah Yeah, 12 mile trail system and there's a lot to do on that trail system so um you can take the shorter routes it's kind of a web of trails so take a shorter route and what's comfortable for you or going those northern routes to the red pine plantation on the farthest part of the property, I think those are the most beautiful. So if somebody is is willing to take that that trek up there, I like to I like to show them around. Cool. And then of course we have our um, closer to the visitor center. There's a lot just to see in that kind of one mile radius around the visitor center. Um, we have the fitness trail, which was put in in you know recently in 2015, and provides you know an opportunity for people to use those fitness stations and work on cardio and stretching and strength training and things like that. I don't think people realize even those amenities exist at the ARB. So great opportunity to know what we all have for the residents here is you know come visit us on Arbor Day and take a tour and take a look at what we have available. Which is coming up on the 30th. I April wanna... 30th. Yeah, it'll kick off with some fun hikes at 10 a.m. and then it'll go until 2 in the afternoon and it's completely free for the community. So please join us. What is your favorite thing to do there besides work? That is, that's a tough one. I am a little bit of a workaholic. So I I love it when kids are out there. So I'm a, I'm a mom of a seven year old and a 10 year old. Seeing them get involved in nature brings me a lot of joy. So I know that when kids come out to the arm, whether it's a school group or, you know, maybe it's Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, whatever it may be, they are experiencing something that they might not experience on a daily basis. So providing that, that opportunity and that knowledge and some, a little bit of nature education along with it is really fun. So whenever there's a kid group, I like to kind of go just eavesdrop on our instructors for a (laughs) while and and wave at the kids because they're all so fun. They're just kids. They just want to play. They just want to learn more. And I think in a sense, as adults, when we're looking at, you know, our own 
own lives and, you know, learning things like let's take a cue from those kiddos every once in a while and just be curious and find out more. So that's what I love about my job is that when those kids are out, I like to be involved in that as much as I can. And we have nature camps scheduled for the summer. So Thursday is during between the hours of eight to three. We're going to have kids there every day. We're going to get them out on the trail system and then they'll go home with some fun nature crafts and stuff too. So Sweet yeah. and exhausted, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, if we're doing our jobs right. <laughs> right. Yeah. What is something that uh, a lot of people don't understand about you and what you do? I think a lot of people don't realize that the Arboretum is a nonprofit. I think it's, you know, it's always been here. It's, you know, we're coming up on 50 years that the Arboretum has been um, what it is. And before that, it was a landfill. So understanding that we are the stewards of something great. We literally turn trash to treasure. Understanding the impact that that has on a community and the community's health is something that I, I like to share with people. And it's not in as far as saying like what what people don't understand, I think it's not just a walk in the woods. It's something it's something bigger than that. It's something we can we can continue to preserve and and protect for future generations. So if you have not been out to the ARB recently. There's a lot of fun things in the in the works to, to grow it and make sure that it's protected for years to come. It's Arbor Day on the 30th. Yes. Your website is northlandarb.org. Correct. So yes. northlandarb.org. So check them out. Get all the information you need. And I love the passion you have for your work. It's cool that, I mean, you make it sound like it's the perfect job for you where it's like the nonprofit world and your love for nature like coming together. So that's really cool to hear about. It's inspiring. I appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. Yes, it's kind of like fitting two perfect puzzle pieces together. Right. (laughs) 